Well, <laughs> all I can say is Project Veritas strikes again. But really, it's about the people that contact Project, Project Veritas. Those are the people um, that I'm so proud of. So many good people. And it's nice that there is a Project Veritas that people can actually reach out to when they have some of these issues that we're going to look at today. Um, Ivory Hecker. Ivory Hecker. That's who we're going to focus on today, who works, or maybe at this point has worked for Fox 26 in Houston. She was a reporter. She's a journalist, a real journalist. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that here. Now, um, basically, you can skip this whole podcast and just go and watch the video of James O'Keefe as he interviews Ivory Hecker and it's 17 minutes, 18 minutes long. It's a very powerful video. I'm just going to briefly cover some of that here today. Today is June 18th, 2021. You are listening to What is Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Fernandez Jr. And like I said today, uh, we're going to be talking about Ivory Hecker and the Project Veritas interview. And this is so important because journalism has been a dying breed for a long, long time. But there are still a lot of good, real journalists out there. Watching this 17-minute video reminded me of that. And there's many Ivory Heckers out there. Uh, Many people just like her. Many people who want to come forward, who for whatever reason haven't or can't or don't feel that they can. So God bless everyone who does want to come forward and kind of expose the hypocrisy, the censorship, and all of the slanted, biased media that is out there. So according to Fox 26 Houston reporter Ivory Hecker, within Fox Corp, that's Fox News Corp, there is, quote, an operation of, pro- of prioritizing corporate interests above the viewer's interests. That's what we're talking about here. That's her main focus here. It's a powerful, powerful video. And probably just one of her many videos or one of her many talks. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more coming from Ivory Hecker. But she sat down with James O'Keefe of Project Veritas to discuss how Fox Corp was, quote, operating in a deceptive way. Okay, and again, you can go and just watch this 17-minute video. Uh, If you just want to read some of these quotes, you can go to my website, go to WordPress. Uh, wait, what is it? Uh, go to whatistruth911.wordpress.com and uh, you can kind of read what I'm about to read here. And you can uh, there's a link to the actual video too. It's a great video. Uh, probably going to hit 1 million views, no doubt, pretty soon here. Only a, The story is only a couple days old. But um, viewers are being deceived about some of the things that are going on, Hecker said during the interview. From my experience, my newsroom kind of groups everyone into racial groups. A lot of our meetings are about how does this play to black people? It's all racism, right? We've been told, oh, white people are bad. They hate, you know, the blacks. They hate the blacks. Well, I mean, this is kind of uh, what we're seeing here is they're placating to an audience or people that they think is an audience as if all black people think the same way. That's called racism. Okay, 
Ivory Hecker recorded her discussions with Fox 26 assistant news director Lee Muir. In one of those recordings, Muir explained how she ignored stories about Bitcoin because it may not play well to a black audience. And then um, she has those phone recordings, and they are powerful. And I've, I've got the, the quotes here, but um, here's one of them from Lee Muir. I have passed on Bitcoin stories by almost every single reporter for our 5 o'clock audience because that's not our 5 o'clock audience. So there are a lot of reasons. If I know our numbers are tanking from 5 to 6 p.m., and in one particular segment, an old or white whatever, I may say, hey, yeah, uh, big Bitcoin for a poor African-American audience at 5 p.m., it's probably not going to play. That's a choice I'm making, an editorial choice. So, yeah, it's all based on race. And that, my friends, is racism. Um, okay, Hecker goes on to say, research is done to study what sort of demographic groups watch our newscasts. And if it was found, and it was found that according to Muir, some of our biggest audiences at five is poor black people. And she has decided that poor black people don't care about Bitcoin. So she's telling poor black people, <laughs> or she's assuming what poor black people want to see on the five o'clock news. I mean, this is just ridiculous. And this is just probably a really small snippet of what is happening, not only in Houston, probably at a lot of different places, probably in your local area too, I'm sure. So the Project Veritas interview then turned to Dr. Stella Emanuel's statement about hydro hydrochloroquine. I can never say that right. Hydro, hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. So let me reread that for everyone. The Project Veritas interview then turned to Dr. Stella Emanuel's statement about hydroxychloroquine back in July of 2020. During that press conference, Dr. Emanuel stated, America, you don't need to be afraid. COVID has a cure. You don't need to be afraid. COVID has prevention. If they put everybody on hydrochloroquine, I'm still not going to say it. If they put everybody on hydroxychloroquine right now for those with early disease, early disease, and those that want to get prevention, I'm telling you, it will stop COVID in its tracks in 30 days. Okay, Heller continues. This story went viral July 27th. The next morning at Fox 26, someone tipped me off. This doctor's from Houston. This is our local story. Everyone noticed how it was getting censored across social media platforms like we've never seen before. We were all stunned by that. My boss Susan talked about how it did not make sense that they were censoring this. So I'm sure you all know about uh, Dr. Stella Emanuel and all of that. Man, it's, it's some crazy stuff. Um, what is happening, the censorship with COVID, with Trump, with voter fraud, it's all related, all tied into the same thing. So it's pretty crazy. Um, hopefully one day I'll be able to say it correctly. Hydro, hydroxychloroquine. We'll see. We'll see how long I'll be able to hold that. That's a tongue twister for me for some reason. I don't know. So I do apologize for that. Um, but I'm sure you all know exactly what I'm talking about. So Susan Schiller is the vice president and news director at Fox 26 KRIV-TV. Susan's boss, uh, we'll call him Diart. Diart is the senior vice president of Fox 26 KRIV-TV. 
and he explained what was really going on during a call with Ivory Heller and uh, some other people from that news station. According to what Heller said about D'Art, the reason why the story was getting censored, the reason why the story about Dr. Stella Emanuel was getting censored, was directly related to President Trump. President Trump stated hydroxychloroquine worked and retweeted the press conference Dr. Emanuel was part of. So because Donald Trump, President Trump at the time, uh, retweeted uh, this press conference that said that hydroxychloroquine is working, it will work, it will help against COVID, especially in the early stages. Um, Basically, whatever Trump was for, everyone else wants to do the opposite. So, according to Heller, that's so the story aired. We talked about a recent NIH study where hydroxychloroquine was found to neither be harmful or helpful. Then I added that to the story. Susan, the next day, said it was a very well-rounded, great story. But after I was done putting that story together, I made a separate social media post about censorship itself. And I said, look, we just witnessed unprecedented censorship across the social media monopoly. And she's right. Because it was like, man, they were banning. I remember Dr. Erickson um, from Bakersfield, you know, who was saying um, that the answer to the COVID-19 problem is not for everybody to lock themselves up. We have to build up a tolerance to it. And man, those videos were taken down. Good thing we backed those up, right? Uh, And those will all be part of my COVID-19 book. Uh, Who knows when I'll get back to that one. But uh, let's see. That was a turning point for Ivory Hecker. What became a turning point for her, she says, was how Fox reacted. Fox came at my throat for standing up against censorship. From the inside, yes, there's a narrative. Yes, it is unspoken. But if you accidentally step outside the narrative... If you don't sense what the narrative is and go with it, there will be grave consequences for you. And this story with Dr. Varen is what proves that. Now, Dr. Joseph Varen is the chief of critical care at the United Memorial Medical Center. Now, Hecker was referring uh, to her interview with Dr. Varen, where she asked him about hydroxychloroquine. Yes, we have used it, Dr. Varen told Hecker. We know that it's a drug that has been politicized up to the wazoo. We've used it. We use it with good success. Oh, can't have that a part of the story, right? That changes a lot of things about um, what what we're supposed to think about what Trump said. Because if Trump says it, it must be bad, right? If Trump supports it, it must be bad. That's pretty much the whole point of what Hecker is, is saying here. So, um, which is pretty crazy. It's, it's really stupid and could have cost a lot of people a lot of lives by not, by not taking hydroxychloroquine seriously. So, um, now... Hecker recorded Susan Schiller, one of her bosses, and then she gave that recording to Project Veritas. Here's what she said. You need to cease and desist posting about hydroxychloroquine, Susan Schiller told 
Hecker in a recording given to Project Veritas. In my opinion, you failed, Schiller continued to tell Hecker, to not know more. If you're going to post about hydroxychloroquine, that you didn't look it up and look at the latest posts and the latest research about it. Read the articles. I have, Hecker responded. There was a major study in New England Journal of Medicine, Schiller told the news reporter, on July 23rd, before that doctor went viral. I mean, you didn't refer to any of that. I was aware of that study, said Hecker, which is why I posted him. I referenced it in my story about Dr. Emanuel. Hecker felt Schiller was shutting down a news story that's actually happening. And that's just one of many news stories, many stories that have been shut down over the past year. I mean, this testimony from Hecker, from Ivory Hecker, is just great stuff. And it's very powerful. And it really reinforces my view that there are still real good journalists out there. Hecker wanted to make it clear I have never to this day advocated for that drug. But Fox said you gotta stop being biased. I mean, they're the ones who are being biased, right? Okay, Hecker continues, this is the opposite of catering to the audience. The audience was craving answers. And then they're seeing that the news is not covering it at all. Does that build trust in the news? No, that alienates the viewers. They are left to just assume the news must be on some sort of conspiracy, must be in on some sort of conspiracy because they're not answering our questions on what's really going on. Well, it wasn't long before Hecker was warned by her boss, Lee Muir. Everything's going to be under the microscope. You're not posting anything without Susan or I signing off on it. Pretty much a veiled threat and pretty much just more proof of the censorship that Ivory Hecker has faced document of proof. Lee Mayer also reminded Hecker that this is not just about helping the viewers. Quote, industry executives who are the people who hire us and keep us employed, that's the part that needs to make a difference to you. It's not just about the viewers. It's about what our CEOs read. It's about what our GM reads. Wow. Be right back. So, according to um, Lee Muir, it's it's not it's not just about what the viewers think. It's more about what the industry executives think. What do the CEOs think? What do they read? And it's catering to them, to one person, to a CEO, to two people, to a general manager. Now, in Hecker's mind, she says, "quote That means that corporate values are above the viewers' interests." Spot on. They are choosing to avoid any negative press about it, Hecker concluded. They're not going and looking at viewers' legitimate concerns and really looking to get answers. If you want to get vaccinated, that's great. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that's your personal choice. But to use the venue of news to try to convince you to do something with your life, that was the journalism school definition of propaganda. She is just... Awesome. Amazing. Okay. Hecker also addressed the potential conflict of interest with news media and certain advertisers. And here's what she said. The vaccines are a potential moneymaker for Fox. They need to be advertised somewhere. 
They can be advertised on Fox. Fox gets paid for that. As a viewer, you've got to look at who is advertising on this TV station, and you've got to realize that surely this TV station doesn't want to hurt its advertisers. Well, first of all, don't call me Shirley. Just kidding. Um, but she's absolutely right. And um, just spot on. And as a, I mean, this is why so many people, including myself, have turned off the cable news, have turned off any, any, uh, any any app or anything that is you know sponsored by ads where i have to watch ads or listen to ads and it happens we all know that it happens and it sucks and yeah that's why i'm willing to pay a little bit more so i don't have to listen to these crappy ads in some cases um and but this is probably why a lot of people are just turning off the cable news why cable is just taking a tank the reason how these companies, how they can, you know, they, they're too big to fail, basically. And we all know why. We all know why that is. So, um, places like Fox News, CNN, all these big corporations rely on their advertisers. So, obviously, they're not going to, and this is common sense. I learned this from listening to Eric Bischoff's podcast, uh, 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff and, um, uh, it's all marketing, the whole wrestling. It's a wrestling podcast, but he really breaks it down at a marketing sense. And um, we're talking about ads. And of course, you know, uh, while he was running WCW on TNT, you know, obviously they were not going standards and practices. You know, it was, um, they could not really, there were certain things that they could do, but there was a lot of stuff that they probably could not do because of their ad advertisers. The WWE is known for that. They're notorious for that. So way off topic there, but um, it's just fascinating. And it's one of those things when I read Hecker say this, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's like one of those common sense things that, you know, you don't really think too deeply about until somebody like this comes and articulates it. So again, no need to listen to this. I really do appreciate everybody taking 20 minutes here to listen to this podcast, but please make sure that you listen to the Project Veritas interview with Ivory Hecker. It's everything you need to know about this case, about her story, and about journalism in this day and age. That's why there's so many quote-unquote independent journalists, not too many uh, journalists that you'll find on the big news companies and that's that's sad that is a shame but it just shows how deeply embedded these big corporations are the question is who are they embedded with intelligence counterintelligence you decide okay so as any good journalist would hecker quote looked up the ad council and some of their biggest donors are the vaccine companies. Another light in my head went off when she said that. She also said that another one of their biggest donors is Fox Corp. Wow. Wow. Shocker. But <laughs> it's common sense there. So, of course, uh, the ad council, you know, the ad council, they run so many ads, um, even on Spotify. It's like, geez, man, they're just pushing this, pushing this. You know, I, I, if I want to see my grandma again, I got to get that stupid shot. I got to get the, the vax. It, it's just craziness. I saw an ad the other day, a little off topic, but kind of on topic, but I saw an ad the other day that had two people in the same car 
who apparently had taken their shot, had taken the vaccination, whatever you want to call it, the, the jab. They've taken it. They're sitting in the same car with masks on. With masks on. In a car. <laughs> Less than a, a foot, two feet away from each other. It's all mind games. It's all mind games. It's crazy stuff. Craziness. But again, if people like Heller, like Heller says, um, Hecker, like Hecker says, you know, if you want to do that, if you want to get the shot, if you, great. But, you know, there's this big propaganda movement to not only get, uh, not only for them to get the shot, to, for, to get everybody to take it. And if the shot worked and if people want to take it, great. But when you start having to push that agenda, it really makes you question what the truth is and why are they pushing this for your own good? Come on. I think we're a little old now. We're, it's that, that game has been tried, played, and I don't think we're falling for it anymore. Anyways, Hecker admits the news does need advertisers to exist. But you always hope that if the news had to cover a story about its advertiser, that it would do it unbiasedly. But there is definitely a conflict of interest. Powerful stuff. Okay, finishing up here, uh, one of the last quotes that I have in this article at whatistruth911.wordpress.com. So you can go there and you can read this that I've written, Ivory Hecker, Project Veritas interview. It's right at the top there. Um, Here's one of her last quotes that I have here. She says, There's always that concern that the corporation might cater too much to advertising or self-censor to make sure that they don't lose any advertisers. She's 100% right. All right, and that's good timing because my uh, air conditioner just kicked off, so that's why it sounds a little better right now. But, hey, we're live. We're doing this. And, uh, again, I really appreciate all of you taking this 20, 25 minutes to just kind of listen to me ramble about this. You all know I'm not the best um, speaker, not the best articulator. I was born with a stutter, and that's okay. I try to use this, try to use this platform to kind of work through those issues to get over those fears of public speaking and stuff like that. So, again, thank you all for... Uh, taking the time to listen to this, to look at uh, the stuff that I write. Um, hopefully you'll take the time to read the uh, two books that I'm working on, including the COVID-19 book. And um, of course, before that, I will have the Voter Fraud 2020 book coming out here. So look out for that. Voter Fraud 2020 by Greg Fernandez Jr. And The Invisible Enemy, COVID-19 by Greg Fernandez Jr. as well. And you never know what other books, what other projects you may find here coming up very shortly. Uh, If you're looking for any of my social media or anything like that, um, just wherever, go to whatever social media app you're looking for. Type in Greg Fernandez Jr. Most likely it'll come up. Last thing today on this Ivory Hecker thing. If you want to support Ivory Hecker, go to givesendgo.com backslash support Ivory. All right. She's probably going to need that. Um, I, she may have been fired by this point. I'm sure she's going to land somewhere, no doubt. And um, I'm just so glad that there are still good journalists in this world. It was something that I wanted to do for a long time. Um, I wanted to go to Berkeley College. And I wanted to work at the San Francisco Chronicle. And I am so glad that God put me on a different path because I would have either quit or I, or I would have been fired. 
a long time ago. And then who knows? It's not a stable career. That's, you know, um, from my view. I mean, obviously there are people who can make it a stable career who are very talented doing it. But there's a lot of temptation to, to sell out, uh, to keep your job. And so you can pay your mortgage, pay your bills, so you can eat, so you can live. So I'm just so glad that God put me on a different path. Um, God bless you all. Thank you for listening to the What is Truth podcast. This is season two and episode number three of season two. So I really appreciate you all. And we will be back because there is a lot more to cover with the Arizona audit that is just wrapping up. And um, Donald Trump, what is his next step? and everything else that's going on. So God bless you all. Until next time.